And we are back with another useless podcast, episode seven. I am your co-host, King Sinner, aka your mama's only fan subscriber. <laughs> and I got with me Barb's. Hi guys. Um, and who's got her microphone in a in a in a you know, you guys Trying. know I'm ghetto. The world needs to know that I'm ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> And we got our uh, our other co-host. Who the fuck is Avier? Yo, what's up, everyone? And can't believe you just put me on blast like that. <laughs> it's all love. It's all love. It's all love. Uh, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for <laughs> for <a> studio equipment. <laughs> um. Yo. So. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for another listen, another play. And let's just get to it. We're going to go ahead and unpack the presidential debate, the last presidential debate of the next four years. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> you know, we'll see where we go from there. Um, we'll see if we end up in a dictatorship or not. <laughs> <sighs> but <laughs> what an intro. But with that being said, you just um, have to laugh at it. You got to laugh at your pain. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> That's the only so, thing you could do. So it's going to be a bit of a mixture between fact checking today and kind of just our own opinions. Um, we do want to put out a disclaimer that it's, you know, your opinions are your opinions. And by no means are we trying to sway you to either vote Republican or Democrat or Libertarian or fucking Rocky slash Kanye, though you shouldn't. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, these are our own opinions. These are our views. Um, and. You know, um, you can take it as you as as you'd like. Let's just get into it. Um, so the first topic of the night last night, or should I, yeah, last night, whenever you're listening to this, was COVID nineteen, <sighs> and it is possibly the worst conversation I have ever because it just feels like this thing is never going to end. So the first claim that we heard from Trump straight out the gate. Is that he's immune? He got some kind of therapeutics. They're calling it a vaccine. They don't know, but it's not DNA. It's USA. There you go. That's what it is. So, um, <laughs> so that's a little misleading because it's not completely true. But um, we don't know if he's if he's going to end up with COVID nineteen again or not. We hope. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, most definitely. Uh, I think you could definitely still get COVID. I mean, when this this whole thing started, I mean, there was a there was a person in in uh you uh and somewhere in the Middle Eastern, and uh, he he had COVID nineteen. He was sad and whatever, but at the end, he went back. He was negative, so happy that he threw a party, and then oh. a few days later, he got sick, went back. Hey, he got it again, so. <laughs> I mean, yes, it, it's definitely misleading. I mean, you could definitely uh, catch it again. It's just some people are are stronger. Their their antibodies are a little bit stronger. That's it. And I think that's that's like Trump's followers. They're so literal, so they will literally think he is immune. But I think what he was trying to say is, why well, have the antibodies for it now? 
you know, like it's just like with the flu. If you have the antibodies, you get the flu shot. It's not going to be as terrible as if you didn't. But he's not that smart to just say that in those words, like an educated human being. And I think his followers are going to take him literally. Well, if I had it once, that means I can never have it again. Yo, so that's that. So, yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, hold up. Look, homie, look, (laughs) nobody's immune to nothing. (laughs) <laughs> except chicken pox if you got chicken pox once you're immune to that <laughs> shit for life disclaimer i have not gotten chicken pox i am 33 years old i have not gotten chicken pox no, i gonna die yeah <laughs> i know uh who uh, aria's gonna visit when she gets it <laughs> fuck you <laughs> wait have you had chicken pox i have what the fuck i never had chicken pox uh, i'm immune no. <laughs> i'm about you're to mute? die i'm immune <laughs> I don't got DNA no more. I got USA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that was an interesting claim. Another claim that he had was that he's that that um that COVID nineteen is is rounding the curve, <laughs> which I thought was an interesting analogy. I hadn't heard that that, that last night was the first time I heard that. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry if I'm mistaken, if I, if that term was brought up before, but that's the first time I ever heard like rounding the curve. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. I was just like, I had to infer that it meant that we're lowering rates. (laughs) Heading towards the finish line. (laughs) Right. Like, (laughs) yeah, um, that, that one was uh, a little crazy. I mean. Yeah, he's just And the thing is and the thing is that Biden went with the fucking term too. I had never heard of this term rounding the curve. And I'm sorry, if there's if there's listeners, if any of you listeners um are like in the medical field and you guys have heard that term, please let us know. Or that... even math geniuses. Yeah, or math geniuses. <laughs> like please educate us. <laughs> Cause I thought it was flatten the curve, right? Well that's one. I thought it was flattening the curve, not rounding it. Rounding it just seems like we're going to go back at it. (laughs) Right. That's so weird. I I thought he was just trying to say like, oh, it's, you know, the end of it is around the corner. I thought that's what they were trying to say. See, and I took it as average. Like, you know, in some courses, they like they curve the grade. And so everyone gets kind of the average, not necessarily a pass or a fail. So I was, I was just lost. Like, what do you mean? Like, for average, are we averaging out the death rates? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was odd. That was, I don't know. That was so weird. Um. So, so another, another, like, I guess in tandem with, com- you know, having a conversation regarding COVID nineteen and the economy, <clears throat> there was concern about shutting down the economy because of COVID nineteen. Like. You know, we're seeing that that rates are going up. People are getting a little too lax. They're getting a little too comfortable. <clears throat> and they're, uh, excuse me, and they're. <laughs> um, look, I cannot I cannot affirm or deny that I have the virus. You're rounding <laughs> the curve. <laughs> rounding uh, the however, curve. I will say. It is not DNA. It is USA. <laughs> Got it. So, um, 
Yeah, so I thought that was interesting that um, my understanding is that neither of the candidates wants to shut down the economy. However, the stark difference between the two candidates is that Trump has literally done nothing for small businesses or businesses overall done nothing to give them um, like a like a saving grace, like, you know, PPE um, uh, materials, sanitation, you know, things like that. There was the CARES Act which I know, Eric, you had some stuff regarding that, so I'll, I'll let you speak on that. Um, but really, when you think about it, businesses, both at the local and chain level, really haven't been able to make a profit, you know, in this economy. So, you know, whereas like Biden, his idea is to be able to provide those PPE uh, and those sanitation uh, supplies to to these businesses and also give them guidelines, so that's the other thing, too, is like, what is the standard? What is a guideline in order for my business? If I'm a small business, wh- how can I stay open? What are the local guidelines that I need to stay that I need to follow in order to to stay open? Because I still need to survive. I still need to make a check, you know. Um, but, Eric, you you were texting us saying you said something about the Heroes Act and I didn't know about about that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's part of the, the Heroes Act and the, the CARES Act. Um so working for for Southwest, we did get the first part of it, and that did give us. Uh, I mean, the industry there at the airport made a deal that we get the CARES Act, and that would mean that there's no furloughs, there's no layoffs, or anything all the way until October. Um, once it did reach close to October, we were supposed to get it renewed. That way, we could continue being well. That way, the CEOs of Southwest, Delta, American, and so on, are able to continue paying um, their employees. But until now, they still have it. I don't know what's what Delta, American, and United is doing. I know they let a lot of them, their employees go. Not even furloughed. Let go. But as of right now, at least I could say that for, for Southwest, Gary Kelly, the CEO of Southwest, did go down to zero, so he's not going to get paid for the whole 2021. All the leaders are going to drop by 10%, and since I'm part of the union, they're trying to make a deal to see what's going to happen, but no matter what, I mean, I'll take a 10%. Uh, I'm not getting paid that much since I'm still fairly new to Southwest, and we had the, the minimum raised at the airport, but I would definitely take a 10%. 10% just because we're there with a job, you know? Um, and and that's the thing that, that ultimately sucks. I mean, and then even you, you were saying about like uh, Biden does, does want to provide with the PPE and so on. Um, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit, just with the fact that Trump did say that he provided all the ventilators. He made it happen got it made and sent out. And one of the things that I found out a couple weeks ago was that actually Obama had some of that still in the, in the vault. So that's the one that he was, Oh, all right, let me get these and (laughs) pass them out. Hey, it was me. It was all me. So, Oh my God. Um, Barb's you work at a local business at a small business. Did you guys get any support? Um, anything like sanitation supplies, like a budget for that? Like, 
coming down from the government? Well, technically, <laughs> technically, <laughs> uh, we don't exist. <laughs> oh, so, all right, all right. <laughs> but, however, <laughs> right? Um, I still, I still have a lot of friends who work like at T-Mobile and like in the sales industry, or even like education-wise. Um, they haven't, they haven't received anything. They haven't got like. I know some of them were getting like hazardous pay from like the actual company, but it wasn't because of like any government assistance. Um, like my mom, she's been on disability and off of work because of COVID. Um, and they, st- uh, they stopped her checks like a few months ago. So she hasn't been getting anything. Um, and I know that's the case for a lot of other people, especially on unemployment or who were who was getting unemployment. Um, those checks stopped a while back too, or never got approved. Mm, yeah. So, um, so really interesting. You could sit, you could tell the difference between uh, both parties, <clears throat> both candidates, should I say, and their approach. Um, not only that, there was also kind of this weird thing that happened where Trump basically wanted to try to wash his hands off of the COVID-19 epidemic that happened here. Like the fact that it got here at the aggravated level that it did, he was just like, well, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. And he's like washing his hands off. And I thought that was pretty funny because he never wants to take responsibility for anything. Um, So I thought that was interesting. So Um, so do you think, do you think that, if he would have handled it, handle it differently and, and kind of mandated regulation sooner, there would have been a difference. Um, I think, I think so. I think that, <clears throat> I think that, you know, and, and say what you say about, you know, I'm going to take for an example, for an example, Newsom, uh, the, our California governor, right. When you, when, when, even, even to this day, from the minute that this, this whole thing exploded all the way up to even now, whenever he has, uh, televised, uh, briefings or whatnot, whenever he speaks to the public, whenever he has a photo op or whenever he's in a meeting, whatever, he's always got his mask on. Always, always. Um, from the beginning up until to the very recent, you know, most recent photo, right? Trump doesn't. You know, you've got, you know, Melania walking up after the debate and she's wearing a mask yes. and he's not. Well, he's immune. And and it's <laughs> right. It's it's again, it's not DNA. It's USA. Get it right. So <laughs> and then you look at the stark contrast between Biden and his wife and they're both wearing they both, you know, she walks up, she's got a mask. He pulls out his mask. He puts it, he puts it on. And then that's it. They just, they just walk around back to the backstage and that's that, right? Those are safety precautions because <clears throat> what I'm, ha- what's happening now is like, I'm, I'm like breathing into this mic. I'm, you know, at a microscopic level, I'm spitting into the microphone as we're recording this podcast, as Eric is, as Barb's is, right? If we were in a studio, technically speaking, at a microscopic level, we're we're absorbing each other's spit, right? I mean, it's kind of disgusting when you think about it, right? Yeah. I mean, society's never going to be the same after this. They really, I don't think it really is, right? Now, 
think about the fact that if you're not constraining that, if you're not wearing a mask and you're just breathing, you're talking, there's microscopic levels of spit and that it stays in the air for at least six hours. So, and if that's, that's considering if there's no wind hitting in area, any area, so that becomes static. Now I wa- now Barb's is walking down that same street and an hour later where I was talking, there's no wind hitting the area. She's going to get hit with my spit. And now she you just you, spat she, on me. No. I just, I just spat on you. And now you've got COVID. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, but because Trump didn't set the president from the very beginning and because it's tr- because of his, his followers look at him and say like, Oh, I should be like him. I don't have to wear a mask. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have and, to be socially distant. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And that's the biggest problem. You look at the Trump rally that happened uh, a couple weeks ago, the week that we were supposed to have the second presidential debate that got canceled. They held a they held a rally in a bunch of red states. One of them in particular, I can't remember the the exact state, but you know the Daily Show, Trevor Noah's Daily Show, they sent a correspondent over there and they asked. The court, they asked, uh, they interviewed people and were like, well, I noticed you're not wearing a mask, but you know that Trump currently has COVID. Is that okay? Are you okay taking that risk? And he was like, well, if it's to see the president, I'm okay taking that risk. He was like, even though you have elderly people at home, he was like, yeah, I'm willing to take that risk. Like, how asinine is that? But I think that there, a lot of deaths could have been mitigated. If he had set the tone from the very start, if he had not freaked out him talking about, oh, I didn't want to freak out the American people. I didn't want them to cause a pa- I didn't want them to go into panic. No, fool. You didn't want to panic yourself. That's why you downplayed it. Yep, And and that's the one thing that I hate about other people um, not wearing their mask it's going over there. Well, you have your mask on. So what do you care about if I have it on? It's just like it doesn't work that way, though. Like, like you said, you know, you're, every single time you're talking, I mean, there's still particles leaving your mouth. There, it's being airborne. It, you know, some of the masks you still have little entryways. We mm-hmm. could still get it. Sure, the the chances of us getting it is lowered because I'm wearing one. But that doesn't mean you're that I'm still gonna be, spreading it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that other person is still spreading it. So. It, it's it's ridiculous and just like you said you know <clears throat> he didn't want to panic he's a businessman he's not a leader he should have stayed um you know handling his own business not trying well, to run the whole country let's talk stay. about that too because i feel like their whole well their argument or their debate over covid Turned to the point, well, okay, either we open the economy and we put people's lives at risk or we mandate regulations and slowly open saving lives, but that puts us on the verge of the next depression. That's basically what it is. So, okay, for for both of you, what do you guys think? You think we should open everything with guidelines or should we just still wait it out and see what's going on? I would have to defer to what the scientists are saying um, as far as how close we are with a vaccine. 
Um, if we anticipate well, they released, a vaccine, they, yesterday on I forgot what news it was. I think it was like ABC Seven or something. There, there is a vaccine that's been approved by the CDC or the FDC or yeah. something. FDA. Something, the FDA. I, I want to say it's the the Food and Drug <laughs> Administration. Um, so, if there is a timeline as far as when that vaccine can become readily available to all Americans and all undocumented individuals in the United States, that's important because mm-hmm. not only do you have to cure your own citizens. You have to cure everyone else that's not accounted for as for citizenship here, because what are you going to do? You're going to go on a mass uh, deportation um, mm-hmm. tactic. How are you going to that? That's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost you more money to kick people out and, and and determine who's a citizen, who's not like that's time and money and resources. Mm-hmm. It should be available like flu shot. Just fucking make it widespread to every person living in the United States, you know, citizen or immigrant, does not matter, so that we can completely cure this fucking country, okay? Mm -hmm. On top of that, create the guidelines that you're going to create, that you need to create for people in and out of the country. That's important. That's the second piece that's super important because what happens is we cure the whole country and now we get that one person, let's say— from france let's just say a person from france comes visits la that person has covid now the fucking pandemic starts all over again because you've done nothing to quarantine cure and support that person like you just have to be a good neighbor a good country neighbor that's 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 all it is because it's not about like at the end of the day it's too it's too political at this point like it's about i guess the human right to just live we can't have these labels of like American and European and Asian. And no, at this point, we just need to all cure each other. Like we just need to get it. Like we just need to get the cure widespread globally. Mm-hmm. If that timeline were to be, were, were to exist, then I would create a timeline of reopening businesses based off of that timeline. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. So if it's going to be a year from now, then I have to be strategic in how we're going to reopen within a year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the other thing, too, is that, like, I think that we should start opening up to a certain extent with certain limitations and certain standards, because what's going to happen is that, like I said a couple minutes ago, we're never going to look at society the same. We might, you know, Aver, Aver Barbs and I, you know, will be in a recording studio one day. And then, you know, in the hopeful future, and are we going to feel comfortable? Like now that I brought up that we're basically at a microscopic level spitting, like. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'll spit more. Like it almost feels, (laughs) it almost feels kind of uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, like I trust Barb's. I trust Aver. Like I know you guys have like the, 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 you know, the, the, like you guys care about it about each other and the human decency. Yeah, yeah you guys no, are decent hu- human beings, but at the end of the day, it still does not does t- does not take away like the discomfort of having to have a lot of germs around us. Mm-hmm. Like we have to r- slowly return back to society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I, mean, I I agree I agree because I I feel like 
I feel like we should, like you said, start to open little by little and be strategic about it for when, you know, the the shot or whatever, the cure is available to everyone. Because I think we're at a point, low-key, like, I'm kind of scared. Like, if we stay shut down or if we shut down even further and there's no unemployment, there's no benefits for people, like, if people aren't getting money, then that means I'm not getting money because my job goes out of business, you know, like if like I I am scared for the economy, but at the same time, it's like, how do you, how do you just risk people's lives? Because, oh, well, little Timmy wants to go back to school. He's tired of doing online classes or like, you know, fucking Karen wants to get her hair done and she can't do that in peace. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't justify putting people at risk for sanity. I, d- I can't do it. You could not do it. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Um, and you see, with me, fuck it. Let's all get COVID. Let's just open everything <laughs> up. <laughs> Herd immunity. <laughs> Let's just open everything up. So, we'll just we'll all unite together with COVID. Survival <laughs> of the fittest. Yes. That basically, I mean, I used to joke that hey, we need a plague because there's too many fucking people. But like, oh, fuck, like we fucking got it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bars, thank you. <laughs> fucking things, bro. I gotta, I gotta be careful what I wish for. Shit, <laughs> Dad, I wish for a million dollars. Let me go check okay, my bank let me account. Tell, <laughs> let me tell you guys, my my boss, <laughs> she has a theory. She has a theory that the time, the moment that we, that the world went ass backwards is when everybody started documenting their broom standing up. Y'all remember that that fucking phenomenon? Y'all remember when the fucking, they stood up their brooms and it fucking magically stayed standing? Someone said they opened the gates to hell or something? So (laughs) somehow all these fucking brooms, her theory is that all these fucking brooms are now are, have now opened the fucking floodgates and we need to restand our brooms so we can close the portal did you guys you do know, it did you stand your broom i never i no the fuck Adrian? have you ever been have nah. you ever been to a mexican house like that shit is all fucked up i stood my room i'm part of the problem mother <laughs> so not only did i stand the broom but i wished for a play like I, remember last you, episode Barb. I said Shut I thought I was a witch? Remember uh, last yeah. remember? Remember? There, there you go. <laughs> there there it you go. go. That's all the proof I need. Um but Oh, oh, you know oh what? speaking of which, oh I'm so sorry. Speaking of which, I meant to tell you guys. So, um I went back and I reviewed the video so that I can I can edit it and put it up on, on, on Instagram. The file is corrupted. Ooh. The, the the video file of when Barb's uh lights turned off and on. That video file is corrupted. I I can't I can't fix it. Like that I, is crazy. Like it was playing fine that night, but then after that, done. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Well. <laughs> Don't tell Juan. He's already, he already thinks the spirits follow me around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we digress. Um, going yeah. back to the whole thing, you know, uh, for for me, I mean, I still 
do kind of want to stand on that. We should open up with guidelines, definitely with guidelines, making sure that everyone's wearing their mask, there's sanitation um, available for everyone. Even if someone accidentally forgets a mask, have a mask provided there. Yeah. You know, just do what you need to do to keep open. But at the same time, have everything available. And I mean, still have people checking up, having the F, the FAA going over there and um, checking to FDA? see that. Yeah, is the FAA, FDA. thing? <laughs> it, it, it is, but it's more airport. Sorry, FDA. <laughs> Top flight um, security in the world, Craig. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the FDA um, just come and do a surprise inspection to see that everyone's upholding what they got to do you know and that way the economy starts restarting itself because i mean we're just getting more and more debt every people are Mm -hmm. losing their houses people are Mm -hmm. losing their businesses Mm -hmm. and i know we're going to talk talk about this later on but i also believe in biden's decision of rising the minimum just Mm -hmm. because it will make people have more money so they'll spend more because mm-hmm. right now i mean with less money i mean we all we want to do is just save it because oh shit i got bills this this coming coming week so i mean all we need is more money businesses to open up and start buying stuff yeah so i think the the other thing to keep in mind as we decide to start opening up is also looking at what is really essential And what is a luxury? Our wedding is a luxury. It just is. We can wait. That's fine. I don't mind waiting. But having to go buy groceries, having to go buy essentials, like all that stuff, that needs to stay open. That's my consideration is like being strategic, being mindful. What is, you know, what is necessary to open what and what isn't, you know, at the end of the day. So. Um, all right, let's move on from that and let's move. Uh, oh, be, before we move on on that, I actually, I remember what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's, okay. So I kind of dabble on, in stocks a little bit. So I was following this, uh, this company called Sereno and they were trying to come up with the, with the cure for, for COVID-19. Um, it's based in San Diego and actually what they put the the cure to the side or they were just trying to wait to get approval. And on the meanwhile, they were doing a different project and they were actually trying to make, make a a different test to, um, to, to get results. If you have COVID a lot quicker. Now this was amazing because now in a vial, they'll have that the, the solution that, kind of detects the covid all you got to do is just spit in it and then they'll put it on um on this uh this rotating disc and it will just spin it real fast if it doesn't change color then you're negative if it changes blue then you got covid and it they'll it'll let you know in 30 seconds immediately why it got to be blue yeah <laughs> because the, those damn, <laughs> those damn, those damn Democrats. <laughs> uh, 
But see, I mean, maybe I am a little ratchet because in my head I'm like, man, he cripping, cuz like, crib. <laughs> <laughs> you see, um, our minds are two different places. So what? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, blood. But no, I know but, that. I know that. <laughs> I'm trying to create tension here. I grew up in Compton. You think I don't know? <laughs> Oh, my, bad, my homie. My bad. Oh, that's my funny. <laughs> I grew up next to Pyru. Trust me. My back. Oh man. I'm gonna okay, have to, that I'm made a, my night. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit that shit out. The homie's about to come nah, up to nah, me. Leave it. <laughs> yeah, for, oh, for real. <laughs> hey, um, but for restaurants and you know other small businesses, that would be great. Yeah. Spin it real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm you curious what the cost would be, though. That's that's true. That that, but I mean, if we get support from the government, I mean, I would think it shouldn't be too much or or whatever, you know. Especially with Biden trying to help out, or even if Trump does get the approval and um and gets that out, I mean, it, it would be amazing to do. Um and it and. Because I mean, as soon as the 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 employer finds out, okay, the the guest has COVID, they could give them a pamphlet like, okay, you could go to these uh, clinics or hospital, and you know, take you could take your next step. Wait, there needs to be a government supported Glock <laughs> Glock for every business. And be like, well, I want to come in. I still want to shop, or I still want to eat, or whatever. It's like, no, you don't, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am government sanctioned to shoot your ass. <laughs> Give him a taser. That that would be fun. <laughs> I still want to. Tasers oh, are look. fun. Hey, oh look, it got rid of Corona. <laughs> Who would have knew electricity gets rid of Rona? <laughs> Let's all electrocute each other. Uh, that reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they they're like electrocuting each other in the chairs. All right, oh, let's yeah. let's move on. Um, so there was brief conversation about the election and about what's wrong with the eye. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was distracting. You were like, you're pointing at your eye. You're like, no, because he. Okay, all right. So, hey, you guys. <laughs> hey, so, you guys. She got so the Rona on the right eye. I'm fanning my eye. I put my glasses on. I didn't have my glasses on. I put my glasses on. I'm fanning my eye because sometimes, for whatever reason, my my right eye. Like, Y'all should see this shit. Why are you laughing? You know, I can't. Okay, I can't judge because my my girl does the same thing. She like puts up her hands. She puts up her hands. She makes an L with both hands. And it's like, all right, which one is left? Okay, right. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So sometimes my right eye, like it bothers me. It, I, it feels like something's in it or it burns or something. I don't know. And I'm always tripping. And I think maybe it's because I'm not wearing my glasses. 
So that's why I put my glasses on and then I started fanning it so to to you know make it stop stinging. So that is why they're judging me. <laughs> but, <laughs> Maybe you gotta buy those uh the, the glasses to, to cover the, the blue screen. We can talk the about what? that later. We can talk about that. Right. <laughs> Going back to uh the debate. So um there was a conversation regarding the election and how and Russia's involvement with the election that apparently <clears throat> there was a port, uh, there was a report that came out that uh Russia and China are getting involved in our election again. Well, mm-hmm, Russia's getting mm-hmm. involved in the election no, again. No, uh Russia and Iran. And Iran and Iran are getting involved Iran like this is their first involvement in our They're election. They're sending threats. Mhm. Well, uh I I seen um like a few months back um before like the Democratic and Republican candidates were selected officially, uh, I guess like the daughter of Osama bin Laden or something like that, or a niece or something, I don't know, but she went on her news anchor thing and said that if um, Trump does not get elected, if he loses the the race, um, there's going to be another 9-11. She just said straight up, like, just to expect it if he loses. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I believe we were going to go to World War Three with Hillary. I thought we were going to go to World War Three yeah. in January. Yeah, I thought we were going to war with well, Trump. Well, no, yeah, me too. But I mean, if it was Hillary, no, it would it would have been for sure, hundred percent. I think so. Well, doesn't Trump have like a warrant in like Iraq or something for killing their general? Oh, that's right. I, he- there I heard was, about that. There, yeah. Yes. Yes. I heard about that. There was. Is that it Iraq? I, I last, could be mistaken. Last. Uh, when did that happen? Let me look that up. Oh shit! He he killed their general, and they were saying that we don't want to go to war with America. We just want your president. Like, how ghetto is that? Our fucking president has a warrant for his arrest. <laughs> Iran, there we go. Um, Iran issues arrest warrants for Trump and 35 others. Ah, that's right. And Suleimani, Suleimani's killing. That's right. (sighs) That's right. It was a drone strike. You guys remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then just to add, not really fire or flame to the fire, but during the debate uh, yesterday, he had said that it's because of him that they're not going to war with Iran and that if it was Obama or the Democrats, um, they're the ones who wanted to go to war. And so I kind of kind of I find that kind of funny because if he's trying to blame, oh, OK, well, the war would have been on the Democrats and on Obama and on Biden because he was a VP. But yet he's the one with the warrant for his arrest. <laughs> right. That's why Canada don't want shit with us. Nope. I want to move there so yep. bad. Canada don't want shit <laughs> with us. Um, <laughs> so um, I am like, so, I don't know. To me, it's just surprising that another other countries are meddling in our voting affairs. Like, it, it like it's surprising in the sense that there's other countries that are so interested in our country. Considering the fact that 
a lot of us everybody cur- hates us <laughs> a lot of us currently want to get the fuck out yeah <laughs> and that was brought up and that was brought up because i, I want to say it was biden that claimed that there's a lot more people now in today's era there's more people trying to, l- trying to leave the u.s rather than coming here that's insane that's insane. i want to leave <laughs> And that's a, and that's a real consideration. The fact that we want to leave to Canada, like we're joking about it, but at the same time, there is a truth to it. Mm-hmm. There, there is. I mean, it's proven that they're living a better life over there with universal health care. Everyone's nice. Oy. It's just <laughs> like it's that. It's a, it's a better life out there. Oi, mate. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the. I don't you know sound the, like a fucking pirate. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's get into the topic of China. All right, matey. Let's get into the topic of China. Now, again, he kept bringing up the travel ban, the travel ban, and to clear it up, there was no ban. There was only restrictions, and there was people lost in that in that whole restriction process like there was mm-hmm. what was the number again eric that 1600 1600 people that could have been infected from china came back to the us and that's probably how we got even more coronavirus um cases um so there there was nothing really new on that front other than the big ticket item which was trump's china bank account Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the fact that he was saying that he closed his bank accounts in China um, before prior to him, yeah, yeah, before he uh, tried to become a uh, a president, but it's still open. I mean, I I I could give him to him that he's not using it, but he still lied. I mean, it could be a little lie, a big lie. It's still a lie. It's open, so. I'm pretty sure if he doesn't get elected, he's just going to go do business over there. You know, that, at least that's my thought. Well, d- didn't he say he wanted to, like, if he doesn't get elected, he's going to run away? No, he said he's not leaving the White House. Yeah, he no. said he's not leaving. That no. he's going to start, that he will start a war. No, he said, well, yes, he said that, like, what, uh, half a month ago or a month ago. But he, he said, let me look it up. Uh, Trump. Uh, leaving U.S. He said that if he doesn't, um, there we go. Trump says he might leave the U.S. if he loses to Joe Biden. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, Let's go, Joey. I know, right? So he said, uh, Joey, my man. <laughs> so Trump said he might not feel so good after an election loss to Biden. Maybe I have to leave the country. I don't know. He joked. I don't think that's a joke. I think he really would leave the country. Yeah, he said that. He said he would leave the country. So not only not only is he backtracking on him not leaving the White House, he's going to leave the whole country. He's going to. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Go on, baby. Go to China. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. But I, I, I'm curious on where he's going to go. No one wants him. Yeah, I don't think China would want him. Because he's he's basically fucked up our partnership. I don't for, know if that's the right word. Foreign, uh, our foreign, uh, yeah, affairs, trade. Yeah, like he, like China. I okay. 
I've had this conversation with many of my like friends who are like pro Trump. And they're like, well, part of making America great again is that he was bringing back the jobs that we were like, you know, freelancing or whatever through China or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it's like you fuck up our foreign affairs and then you want to go live over there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think China. I don't think China would want. Him. Well, maybe North Korea, which seg- yeah. segues us into the North Korea tidbit. I know there was some conversation around North Korea. Um I didn't get to catch this part, but what was, what was, did you guys catch it? Cause I had to step away. What was the whole North Korea thing? I, I, I forget what the question was specifically, but it was on the topic of, um, just like his relationship with like Kim Jong-un and like, uh, then they touched bases on like his relationship with Putin. Is yeah. that how you say his name? Putin. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fart. <laughs> Putin. Oops, say Putin. <laughs> Putin. Um, yeah. This is, bro, are you Russian? Because I think it was like the first episode or something. You had a really good Russian accent too. <laughs> I think I am. I think, He's everything. I, th- I think I am. Vodka? But, you, so you I, want vodka? I give you vodka. <laughs> As racist, like you're the least racist person here. No, I'm kidding. Every baby, um, every baby in Russia born with vodka. You know this. <laughs> you know this. This is known. <laughs> but so it was. It was about his relationships, really, um, with basically the leaders that are building Dictators. nuclear weapons. Yeah. Who, and they're building nuclear weapons, and how how do they feel about that? And Trump was like, well, it's because of me they're not using it. And they're like, well, they're still, you know, testing it. They're still building it. They're still, you know, progressing with their advances. And he, it was just, well, because of me, we're not at war. We almost went to war with someone in <laughs> January, so. <laughs> but, oh, and then also, um, then the I don't know who the the mediator or mo- I don't know who she was or what her name was. I have um, we gonna we gonna leave her for last because yes okay. I have I have <laughs> but, my, my but she she had she had brought up um, and she had asked Biden like well how would you hold these countries accountable when they're clearly working on like their nuclear advances and all this other stuff. And or if he would and Biden wants to, you know, wants China to be held accountable, wants Russia, North Korea. He wants all of them to be held accountable. He didn't say he had a plan for it. He didn't say what that plan was, but he did say that that will they need to follow the rules and they're not following the rules right now. And Trump is like, well, they are because we're not at war. (laughs) Well, the fact is that that's exactly how he said it, though. (laughs) <laughs> I just want you guys to know that <laughs> the fact of the matter is that we should that no country should be developing nuclear weapons like at the end of the day it becomes two angry politicians pushing the red button on missiles that is going to pretty much blow up earth not just each other's country the entire fucking human existence so because of that because of that there is the um, what, it, what Barb's you what you mentioned he Biden had actually called it by its name um shit what the uh, it's where all the countries are unified 
to represent each other. There's like a representative for each country. Foreign, foreign um, affairs, foreign policies, foreign. No, it's know. it's a uh, <laughs> fucking Eric. You got to help me out here. What is it called? Nah, it's a uh, <laughs> shit, guys. I am blanking out. Union of oh, uh, you put it. <laughs> Wait, what you say? Put them. T- <laughs> um, uh, you know how you have a brain fart? <laughs> yo, it's hitting you know, real hard. That, that pun went like over your head. <laughs> no, I'm not looking at the screen. I'm not looking at the Zoom screen, so I don't. I didn't see what you guys are doing. What is it called? The collective. No, it's what I said. He doesn't get it. You got He's it. really focused. Wait, hold on. He's focused. I am focused. <laughs> My OCD is kicking in. I have to find it, and I can't. Isn't find it, it the? Fuck me! It's not nat nato. NATO. Right? NATO. It's not. Is it that one? NATO? But but no, it's not NATO. Fuck! One of our. What are you trying oh, to say? Oh no! That's <laughs> that. That was the the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Yeah. No. It's 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 it's. It basically, it's the group. That has a representative from every single country um, meeting together and they talk about their foreign affairs. They talk about like, you know, that's where they have these debates about, you know, are we going to raise tariffs? Are we not? What are we going to do? Like all these kind of things. Um, And there's safeguards in place to prevent countries Mm -hmm. from having these, for example, like, you know, uh everything from like how to uh humane civil rights like decency mm-hmm. like you're not going to fucking punish somebody by chopping their hand off for for theft like you shouldn't do that all the way down to like nuclear weapons so there's a union of it and i can't remember the name of the group anyway one of our followers is going to get annoyed and put it on our on our comment section and i'm going <laughs> to i'm going to thank them and I, i'm going to i'm going to grant them a shiny high five so let's move on because I've had enough. <laughs> let's go into the topic of, well, we've already covered health care. We know that Biden wants to do a public option that if people want their own health care through their employer, their own private enterprise or through the you know U.S. government, doesn't matter. He wants to have the U- U.S. Americans to be able to um, – choose their their healthcare provider so this that's not new what was new was the slogan biden care <laughs> it went from obamacare to biden care so I'm, well so i'm curious if he if he ran that through good old uh barack to see if like how barack felt about that because that was new actually no uh he said it on the first debate biden care yeah, Biden care. No, he said I know, but I wonder if once. he like called Barack and I was hope just so. like, just like, hey, I'm gonna take your Obamacare, I'm gonna rip your first name out of it, I'm gonna put my <laughs> last name on it, okay, all right, or not, not, not his five. first name, Obama's his last name. Go ahead, like just no high five, like I'm gonna just rip it off, put my name, cool, cool, <laughs> all right, high five, break. So um, um, hopefully, I mean, the the I think the the whole reason why he wants to call it the um you know Biden care is just the, he wants to tweak it. He thought it was 
good. I think he's ju- he just finds room for improvement. Um, and that's why I think that's why uh, Trump is so Obamacare does not work. You know, we try to make it work, but my my people, my team says that it just doesn't work. Um, I don't think they try, well, but to be fair, okay, to be a little unbiased, right? And um, the issue with Obamacare is that basically the middle class is fucked. You make too much money to be to get Obamacare, but you don't make enough money to actually have extra to pay for your health insurance. So that's why, and especially a lot of a lot of my Latino friends who are pro-Trump, that's the main reason why they want to vote for him or why they did vote for him in the past is because they don't have access to health care because of Obamacare. I mean, and I'm not pro-Trump, but I too do not have access to health care because I make too much for Obamacare, but I don't make enough to be able to actually pay that health bill. Well then. We're, well, again, so we're if not, something happens, I'm just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> again, we're not trying to sway you either either way. But I guess like I guess that's Biden's plan is to create that that opportunity for the middle class. The yeah. the very small percentage of middle class that does exist, keep that in mind. Yeah, and that, a... and that's the thing. The Obamacare does more good than it does harm. Like I can't sit here and complain and say, okay, well, I don't have health care when there's millions of senior citizens with pre existing conditions who are now being taken care of. There's millions of kids with pre existing, you know, conditions that are now being taken care of. Like it it's doing more good than harm. Correct. Yeah. So, so again, to kind of reiterate, Trump has not laid out a plan at all in his past four years of how he's going to enhance Obamacare or to, to, to be fair, the Affordable Care Act. Um, he's done nothing in the past four years. He's done nothing. All he did was talk about how he hates it. He hates it. He hates it. He wants to get rid of it, but he's done nothing to show the replacement. So, all he's talking about in this election as well is about how he's going to replace it, but he hasn't talked about how he's going to do that. So, you know, um, same thing with Biden. He talks about how he's going to take the Affordable Care Act and enhance it, but there's no specific hows. So, again, we just have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, let's move on into the two last. The United Nations. Sorry. <laughs> is that what you're looking for yes the un thank you <laughs> <laughs> the un has safeguards in order for countries to not develop uh weapons of mass destruction yo hey look the united nations is the reason why resident evil has not actually happened okay that is why we don't have overgrown fucking alligators trying to eat us in in <laughs> alleyways and shit and fucking it was gonna kill me that we couldn't figure it out <laughs> it was the united okay. nations the u-n what does she win <laughs> a shiny sanitized high five 
So with that being said, <laughs> let's Sorry, go guys. into. I just screamed it out. <laughs> <laughs> let's go into immigration. Immigration was a hot topic last last night. Um, I am pleasantly surprised that it was brought up because in the midst of the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, in the midst of unfortunately losing George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and so many other, um, you know, black Americans um, at the hands of police brutality, it feels like and I'm not it. it Please, 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 listeners, do not take this as me taking the value of Black Lives Matter and devaluing it. I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is that I feel like for for to a certain degree, it's like the 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 kids in cages that the immigration policies that were really heavily reinforced were kind of put on the back burner. And that's not me being bitter because I'm, you know. You know, I'm 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 a multiracial and I have more Hispanic culture in me than than any other blood, but it just does feel like that. And I'm pleasantly surprised that it was brought up that these kids in cages, right? These kids in cages, how are what are we what are we going to do with them? So specifically the question was because there was breaking news that over five hundred parents of kids in cages are missing. So the question was, what are you, what are you going to do? And she asked both of them, what are you going to do to help find these parents? Or what are you doing currently to help find these parents? And then that's when they started playing the blame game. Mm-hmm. Trump Trump automatically, well, I didn't build the cages. I didn't build the cages. Asked who built the cages. Asked him who built the cages. Like that's all he kept saying. But the question was, what are you doing to find the parents? of the kids in cages and they both avoided it. I mean, Biden really can't say much because he can't do shit. Like, and it's also right now. It's also, we got to clear this one up. I think, you know, I feel heavily motivated to clear this up. It was not, <coughs> excuse me. So Trump was throwing a lot of blame at, um, uh, at Biden Obama. because it was during their administration that quote unquote, that these cages were built, that were kids built. were being separated, all this and all that. The fact of the matter is that that is— Wasn't that started during Bush? No. Well, I don't know about when it started, but specifically that is true but misleading because right now kids are being put in cages simply for coming over the border with a parent. If they are refugees, if they're, you know, seeking refuge from El Salvador, from Ecuador, from, you know, wherever you're, wherever they're coming from, they're seeking asylum. Right. The difference back then during president Obama's administration, uh, his leadership was that, um, they were not separating the kids. They were not separating the families, but they would separate the families if the child was in an immediate danger by the parent. If the parent was a a uh, high level criminal, or if the parent was, um, um, I think there was another one like the, if the parent was um uh, like had ties to like uh like drug cartels or something like that. I think there was like three qualifying factors for the families to be separated. Outside of that, if they are coming for refuge, they would not be separated. They would be they would be given a court date 
to have to come back. That's a difference, but they were left. But even and even then, yeah, and even then, uh, because of Obama, we got DACA, right. so that these people who were coming for refugee or whatever, they had the opportunity, they had the chance. There was some sort of road to citizenship. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Trump, there is just complete separation. There is complete. What he kept saying was catch and release, catch and release. And and he even lied. Sorry to cut you off. He even lied. But he was like, and, the, you know, these kids, they're not they're not alone and they're not really in cages. They're in well taken care of, you know, facilities and it's all sanitized and all this other shit. Uh, excuse me. Wasn't there like breaking news of them like spraying pesticides and everything else, and all these kids were getting sick? Like not even not even about the five hundred parents that have gone missing, but the the school buses full of children that have gone missing because of him. Yeah, yeah. So um, what's unfortunate is that it became a a blame game, and yep. and there was no real substance that was talked about. Um, but it is going to be a very difficult road, regardless of whichever candidate we end up with as president, because that means we have to, as a country, we have to track down every single parent and then deliver the child to that parent. Do you know how much time and money and resource that's going to take if we are successful? That's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then those kids that are not successfully linked back to their parents, we're talking about like it is institutionalized American um, uh, kidnapping, I guess if I want to just, you know, put it so bluntly is that, but but we're going to call it foster care or we're going to call it adoption. But really what that, what, what it becomes is, is, is a child trafficking or child abduction because that's not, that's not a legitimate parent. First of all, you Mm -hmm. stole that kid from that family first and foremost. And yep. then you want to place them in another fa- with another white family, or I mean, more than often it's going to be a white family. Like that's child abduct, uh, that's legitimized child abduction. It's mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> so even though there was no real substance and answers being brought up, it's still a very genuine concern. What are we going to do with these five hundred plus kids? Now, I don't have an answer. I don't even have the slightest idea of how we're going to. Address that. I don't. No clue whatsoever. I mean, just like uh, Barbie said as well. I mean, Biden couldn't even answer because there's no real answer to that. Um, it's gonna and like you, sin, like you said, you know, it's gonna take a lot of resources to try to look for them. But even if you ultimately can't, what are you gonna do with the kid? You have to put them like. What are you gonna do? They're not like a Pokemon. You can't just throw them out into the wild. It it sucks because I mean, like, it sucks that we're here in this situation. But I do hope that if Biden is elected, he really does bring back DACA because those kids do not deserve to be sent home to harm because they they come here for safety. They come with their parents to get away from something for a better life or money to stop being so poor. Like, I hope I hope, you know, DACA does come back and there is a road to citizenship, how he said, because I mean, I even have friends here 
who were DACA recipients. And now since that's no longer available, like they live in fear, like they don't want to go home. They don't want to go back to Juarez where it's fucking, you know, cartel central. Like they don't, they're scared. Le- and like, let, me, let me add scared. fuel to the fire. A lot of these kids that are growing up or have grown up since they were like months old up until they're Americanized, they don't know their country. You know what I mean? They don't know. So we're talking about sending these, these, these individuals, whether they be kids, young adults or adults back to their country, to their home country that they have no idea how to navigate that land, that system. That political, mm-hmm. uh, uh, their democracy, if they have a democracy, like, they, they don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I, I, I imagine mm-hmm. myself being DACA, right? I'm a natural born citizen here, but I imagine myself being DACA. I'm Salvi. And I get sent back to El Salvador. Ooh. I have, at first and foremost, you know, La Mara is going to grab me. And whatever happens to me is really mm. up to them, whether I, I get forced into their 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 group or I get killed, but on site because they're, they're going to know that I am institutionalized American. I am not mm-hmm. Salvi in their eyes. So can you multiply that by the number of and, and, and just to take that example by the number of Salvi kids, young adults? Adults get sent mm-hmm. back to these countries. They don't have a fucking Who's clue. Who've been here their whole life. Yeah. Who their fucking family member is. <sighs> that It's a lot to unpack. I know that one's a heavy one. Um, so I re- really should have done a trigger warning. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, 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 these are our times. These are our times. Um, so let's kind of wrap up with the last piece, which was race. And a very interesting statement that was said by El Señor Donald Trump, which about his Mm -hmm. racist views. What, what, What did he say, Barb's? That he is the least racist person in the world. But more specifically, he's the least racist person that was in that building that he couldn't see the audience because it was pretty dark. But it doesn't matter because he doesn't see color. He's he's not a racist. And that's the thing. Being a racist or not being a racist doesn't mean you don't see color. It means you see color and you respect that there are different colors. It's not about not seeing colors. You're brown, you're black, you're yellow, you're fucking pink, you're white as fuck, like whatever. Like it's about knowing that all these people are different and respecting that. So the fact that he already started with that, I mean, we all know he's racist. Yeah, just because you take pictures with 50 we all cents know. doesn't mean you're not racist. Like that just means you yeah. gravitated towards a even That's even. It. Even even um, one of the exonerated five, he took to Instagram to just, oh, hey, a little reminder, because Donald Trump did offer a cash prize or whatever, or basically put, you know, the hit on these five kids' mm-hmm. heads when it was, they mm-hmm. had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And when I, so obviously, of course, I shared that. 
And one of my pro-Trumpers were like, well, what about Kamala Harris? And, you know, what about uh, Biden and uh, the bill he passed, like in the 90s, the drug bill or something, whatever. And I was like, okay, one, uh, Biden actually brought that up when they were talking about race. He said, I was a part of this bill that imprisoned colored people because of drugs. He's like, and I am now I'm the first that's going to say that that was a mistake. That should never have been, that should never have been put there. And I want to overturn that. And instead of going to prison for drug offenses, you're going to go to a rehabilitation center or some type of, you know, center that that's supposed to support you in doing better. Not just, you know. Yeah. Which that no, which that crime bill was requested by black pastors, black religious leaders. The 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 birth of that bill came because black pastors, black religious leaders were so tired of drugs overtaking their communities. And they wanted to get tougher on drugs. They wanted to get tougher on crime. That's why that crime bill also had a piece regarding uh, banning semi-automatic weapons. It had a piece on like it had multiple mm-hmm. layers. So it's not just like, you know, the narcotics mm-hmm. piece, but it had multiple layers of weapons and distribution of weapons and distribution of drugs, all that kind of stuff. So so mm-hmm. look. Like when you paint half the picture, you're not going to see you're you're not going to see the full details. And of course, you're only going to you're going to make an assessment. Right. But that's what that's what storytelling is about. That's why Trump decided I'm going to storytell and say this is what you did. Say what he wants. Right. And to even add on to that, my number two is that Kamala Harris was working for a system that was created to imprison colored people. Like there's there's no way around that. Even a few episodes back, you uh, send you told us that the police was actually created like the actual police force was created to basically watch the slaves, make sure they're staying in, you know, make sure, you know, go and get them like this. Of course, she's going to imprison black people. What is she going to do? Try to fight a system that's against her? Like, yeah, she's just doing her job. That's it. So, so that was that was a very interesting topic. And when he said that he was colorblind, blind, it also, you know, what it also does is that it completely, it completely devalues the obstacles um, that people of color have to go through in order to just live in this country, uh, live even half of the life that a um, white person with more privileges uh, have, right? Um, I do want to get this this straight, is that there's a lot of people that um, will combat that and say, well, I'm white and I don't have that much privilege. I grew up poor. I grew up this. I grew up that. Yes, you did. However, there are, there, there like if you were, if you were to take, a person of color like me, if you were to take another person of color, like, you know, you know, when we have our interview with Gary Hardy on Monday, like if we were to take those same instances and just put them in your shoes, they would be imprisoned. Or 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 worse, they would be hurt or murdered. 
right? So even just the fact that you have gotten away with so much and not gotten punished the way that we do, that is a privilege. So when you say that you're colorblind, mm -hmm. you are also blinding yourself from the fact that we have to go through so many obstacles in order for us to even just make ends meet, for us to have access to health care, for us mm -hmm. to have access to high quality education, for us to have access to jobs, like all that stuff to to high quality food, organic food, like all that stuff, all that stuff matters simply because of the, the, the skin of our color, the skin of our color, the color of our skin. <laughs> but even, even Biden said that though, uh, like that white people don't have to grow up teaching their kids. Right. Oh, you have to hold their steering wheel, you know, a steering wheel, and, you know, yep. yes. And answer to yes, sir. No, sir. Keys out of the ignition, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. and then for us of color, we, we have to learn that no matter what. I mean, I have. Just like Barbie has family in, in the force. I, I have family in the force and that's what they've taught me. Just turn it off, put your hand where they could see it and just, yes, sir. No, sir. If they need to see your ID. Okay. Just quickly. Just all right. So with that being said, I know we took up a lot of time. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is the last of, of these next four years, the last of the presidential debate. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't relive another circus of debates again in the next four years. Um, with that being said, um, Barb's Aver, do you guys uh, have any closing remarks? Uh, I do. I do. That's it. I right. I do, but I'm not gonna Powerful, say it. Powerful, deep, insightful. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I was gonna. I was gonna say that. Um, I like how how uh, you know Biden did edit with the whole. You know, if he's president, it doesn't matter who voted for him or who didn't. He's still going to be president of yeah of all of us. You know, he's not seen red state, blue state, whatever. Now, he, Biden is a politician. That's what he grew up on, right? Um, Trump is a business person. And I've actually had this conversation with a coworker. And the, the reason why he talks, Trump talks the way that he does is because he's a businessman. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He is the boss, you know, everyone else, else is his employee. You know, this is how it's going to be. This is how it is. If you don't like it, then leave. Mm -hmm. Now, it's it's like another thing, you know, usually like with Biden's. His team will write up, OK, this is how you should say this because it'll make you look better. <laughs> Trump doesn't no, he have has that. that. He just throws it away. Uh, well yeah yeah um he just he does throw it away he doesn't care about it but it's because of that it's he wants to speak his mind but and this is the the thing that kind of sucks is that he the way that he attacks and sometimes or most of the times it's either misleading 
or a lie, but it's more because he's a businessman. He's trying to sell ice mm. to an Eskimo. So he's trying to sell us. You know, he yeah. wants to sell himself to us. He wants to, in, in our eyes, he is the best person. He's the best candidate for for the pres to be president and whatnot. But it's just it's it's that you know he's a businessman. But with everything else, um, with and uh, everyone listening, if you're still listening, <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna uh, cut this down. We're we're definitely <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet. Um, don't worry. Um, we are not telling you to go against Trump or against Joe Biden. Choose who you think is right. Um, and another thing that I am going to do by the time that this gets posted, I, instead of having the, the podcast, uh, website on my, on my bio, I'll have the CNN, uh, debate on my profile. So if you guys missed it, you guys could watch it before you guys, you know, go vote on November 3rd. Uh, you could still. Look at right. you. It's not the USA. Ooh, USA. Ooh. I mean, oh, USA. <laughs> Damn, Barbs, do you have uh, a closing remark? Cause. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, going back to what I've said before, it's just be a fucking decent human being. I don't care who you vote for as long as you fucking respect your neighbor. And I, I hope you, yeah, I hope you do see color. I hope you do recognize that other people need more reform than others. Just, just fucking be respectful. Don't be. Don't and be with that dick. being said, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, Aver and Barb's for uh t- going on this journey with with me and unpacking the presidential debate i know it was my idea to begin with and i know it's long and arduous um people we will get through this covid-19 i know it seems like it's tough it is 7 months in and it has been a tough 7 months in and i will say that i also just because i am laughing on the podcast just because i am you know cracking jokes does not mean that i am not battling depression just like many americans are and just how many undocumented uh, Americans are too. Like we, you know, now in this nation more than ever, have we ever had more people battling depression, um, battling anxieties, um, battling a lot of injustices like, you know, economic insecurity, food insecurity, all that kind of stuff. We're all going through it in our own way. And with that, it's just, it's just a matter of staying strong, staying connected to your communities, to your networks, um, and just having faith, putting that faith in something that you know is going to get you through the day. Um, ground yourself, do self-care, whatever that self-care is, tea, weed, um, exercise, you know, just, just, uh, do what it takes to stay grounded and, and to be able to heal. Um, with that being said, November, um, November 3rd is around the corner. Um, people please do vote. Do the research and vote for what you think is right. With that being said, thank you guys for listening. Good night.